Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of your favourite podcast, Here Make This, undoubtedly the worst podcast on the planet for makers and product designers. Each week we discuss, debate, and critique unique ideas for products, services, movies, and TV shows, from the downright absurd to the mildly plausible. Each episode we sketch our ideas and discuss their merits whilst attempting to justify why someone else should create them. My name is Matthew Larko Larkin, and with me as always is Andrew Jackers Jackman. If you want to join in on the fun, you'll find all the sketches for the episode and others on social media at Here Make This. Yes, welcome Jackers. It's uh, lovely to have your company. And let's uh, enjoy this next podcast with a dry martini, shaken, not stirred. Oh, can I? No good? I'm going to guess. Is that... Uh, <laughs> Jeez, it was close. It's on your tip of your tongue, isn't it? It is. Steven Seagal. Ah, uh, close. Oh, close. Can I have another guess? Yeah, go on. Uh... Feel like it's Christopher Walken. No, maybe? that's another one of a favourite of uh, No, lost. Who was that? That was my Sean Connery. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Good hey, one. I had a good idea for impressions. If we're talking impressions up the top, one of my favourite impressions, as you know, and one of the ones I probably do the best, is Michael Caine. And I do love doing Michael Caine, and I love I love doing it. And I probably drive people crazy with it, but I love doing it. You also do a very good Marty McFly. I do, actually. You do. <laughs> Give us your mic. I'm late for school. <laughs> Tick. Jesus, you smoke too? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Michael Caine. If we could talk Michael Caine for just a second. I went to Blues Fest. I've mentioned this a lot recently. But it was it was great, Jack, because I haven't been to a music festival in, in bloody, you know, three years. None of us have. Two years at least. And uh, anyway, so I went to Blues Fest, and on the Friday night at Blues Fest, the headlining act, which you could tell that every man his dog was there to see, every second person had a T-shirt on from this particular band, was Midnight All. Big deal. Band that sort of broke up ages ago but have reformed, and they're just doing like a, a last hurrah type thing and this this will be the last festival that they ever played it so it was super duper busy loads of people to see there the midnight all their fans strike me as very loyal mm-hmm. very a lot 100%. of very long time fans that know their full back catalog were yeah. there from the start yeah is that accurate, that's 100% accurate um and and to be honest um they played for two hours, which is long for a festival set. Normally, a festival set is an hour to an hour and a half. So they play for a full two hours, which is pretty much the same as what they do when they um, play their own shows. But they started with lots and lots and lots of the new album. Mm. And they lost a few people, I reckon. Yeah. But then the last half of their show was nothing but hits and, and it was fantastic. And they sound great. Uh, and even though they're old and shit, like bloody Rob Hurst, the drummer from Midnight All, is unreal. He, we were talking about great Australian guitarists in a con- an office conversation we were having earlier. In terms of Australian drummers, Rob Hurst would have to be right up there, like with the best of them, surely. He's as fit as a fiddle, and the dude would have to be like late fifties, early sixties. That'd be worth a Google. Yeah. 
Anyway, what's Michael Caine. Yeah, what's this got to do with Michael Caine? Michael Caine. So I was trying to crack – the person I went to the festival with, I was trying to crack them up with my Michael Caine impersonation. And I was like, imagine uh, if there was an album, Michael Caine, Michael Caine sings the best of Midnight Oil. Right? You want to hear some of it? Yes. Out where the river broke, the dead wood and the burning oak, Boiling Holdens and <laughs> on EJ's. You've got the lyrics. Yeah, did. <laughs> Steaming 45 degrees. <laughs> US forces give the nod. I just need to Google some more Midnight Oil lyrics. I had this thing going all day. I was driving the person crazy. That I, was <laughs> I bet it was. But it was bloody funny, if I say, because sometimes a lot of his stuff is a bit more talky style. Anyway, maybe I'll, maybe I'll Google some of his lyrics and uh, I'm going to Google some now, Jackers. What have, you, what have you got for us this week? Uh, well, while you're Googling, mm. um, we're going back to the office. What? Again? Again? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I know I did the office last week. Actually, no. Hang on. No, we're not. We're not going back to the office. We're going back to working from home. Yes. Like, uh, yeah. That's more Sorry. Like it. Yeah. But it is work related. What have you got? I have got uh, food, Jackers. Food, glorious food, hot sausage and mustard. Sounds good. Uh, we're back in the kitchen, brother, and you are going to love this idea because it's delicious. There'll be food on the table tonight. There'll be pay in your pocket tonight. <laughs> but if we work up and down on the blue sky mine, there'll be pay in your pocket tonight. Really? No good? Here you go. Oh, we'll go to a different song. Relax. We don't surf your country. Don't surf your king. Know your custom. Don't speak your tongue. White man came, took everyone. <laughs> we don't serve your country. We don't serve your king. Maybe we should just cut this part. <laughs> do, do you know what? I was just thinking, random thought. You know in Empire Strikes Back, um, Top 10. when Luke goes back to Dagobah yep. to finish his training with, with Yoda, yep. and Yoda's very old. and very Isn't that, that's Jedi, by the way, but... Finishes uh, off. No, actually, no, you're right. It's in Jedi. Sorry. And then he, no, he goes back in Jedi. In Jedi you're yeah. right. Yeah. So he goes back in Jedi. And there's a, there's a scene. This is what I feel like right now. Right. There's a scene um, in Yoda's little hut mm -hmm. when Yoda's very old and he's very frail. And Luke's asking him all these questions, right? And Yoda just lies down and he just kind of fucking gives up. <laughs> just fucking, and then he dies. Yep. That's what I feel like right really? now. Really? <laughs> like. <laughs> Just had enough. There's no, there's no amazing family revelation. There's no big reveal. I'm just going to lie down. Yeah. I've had enough. Yes. Another. Imagine if Yoda was played by, voiced by Michael Caine. <laughs> Go on. There is another. <laughs> Your training is complete. Try, do or do not do. There is no try. <laughs> You are only supposed to blow the bloody dolls off. <laughs> hey, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Welcome aboard. We're at episode, insert so number here, I don't know. Uh, if we were an Olympic sport, 
or to be quite specific here too, like a, yeah. a winter Olympic sport. Oh, right. I'd be curling. <laughs> kind of interesting. Yeah. Somewhat of a mystery, a little quirky yeah. perhaps, um, but lots of frenzied rubbing. <laughs> Here we go. I like, have no idea where you're going with this. Like a, you'd be the luge. <laughs> a very fast run up. Yep. Absolutely out of control at times. Mm-hmm. An exhilarating ride. Yeah. But sometimes you'll end up crashing on your face and wonder what the fuck just happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You like that? I love it. Beggars, love it. What have you got this week? I have um, a food-related business. I've already asked that, haven't I? Yeah. Did you ask me? You didn't ask Yeah, no. Oh, yes, I did. No, I did. Olympics. Okay. This is going to be an so, editing. Oh, <laughs> wow. You deserve an Academy Award for the editing on this show, Jackers. Wow. Not like June. He won the Academy Award, by the way. For editing? For editing. He did not. It was like, really? I'm pretty sure he was watching Netflix most of the time when he was editing what? that movie. Yeah, yeah. He took he took all of the scenes and and put them into fucking Adobe Premiere and just went yeah that'll do <laughs> that'll do that'll do <laughs> he didn't he yeah, won no, the award I'm, for I'm editing. pretty sure he did get fucked either that or I'm completely making it up and they didn't actually show the award at all but it won lots of technical awards did stop June. and Google stop and Google I reckon surely not it definitely won sound and I was a bit annoyed with that because. Well, albeit I, I did watch a, a dubbed copy of the uh, movie on a USB, courtesy of um, someone who shall not be named because of the legalities of it, but their name right, might rhyme with Schnezler. <laughs> it won it. It did win best editing. Confirmed. There you go. I told you. And uh, There was no editing. No, that's right. Yeah, it was a lack of editing. It should have been an hour and a half movie. It was two and a half hours. It was a lot of a lot of filler there, Jackers. So much filler. Right, Jackers, Olympic Games. You were saying earlier that you're going to do something of the Olympic variety. Is that right? No. No? That was my gag. Was it? Shit. All right. Talk me through my, it, Jackers. I've got, sketch, I've got to check my sketchbook because I've forgotten. Oh, thank God. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going back to working from home. Yes, that's right. Last episode, we were in the office. Yes. Going back to working from home. Thank God. I don't know what your job is like, Larko, but my job tends to involve a lot of meetings. I would say 50% of my time, I'm in a meeting of some description. I've been around long enough to know what constitutes a good meeting versus a bad meeting. And for someone that spends 50% of my time in fucking meetings, I want meetings to be run well. You want them to be uh, like there's an objective, someone's taking notes, there's action items, and out of that there's like- Did you just read my dot point? Oh, did I? Sorry. (laughs) On the post-it note right next to me? No, I didn't, but I'm assuming that's- I I know you, Jackers. I know you. I've known you now for a a long time. Do you always put an out of office on whenever you're in a meeting? No. On your email? No. Really? Isn't the out of office when you're... Out of the office. Out of the office. Yeah, but you can do an unavailable one, right? You don't do it? Oh, but in like Microsoft Teams and stuff now, it just does that automatically for you. Right, it just okay. tells people you're in a meeting. 
but for externals coming into you. They, they send you an email. It's like, bang, Jackers is in a meeting. Um, I'll call you back. No? Okay. Interesting. But Teams does it for you. Yeah, that's only for internal Jackers. No, it does it for external meetings does too. It? Yeah. Does it? It reads your calendar and it just says to people, you're red. All right. Okay. Little well, bit you know circle. what? You know better than I do, mate. You want to debate me on IT? No, no, no. Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and debate. All right. I'm going to go back to my dot point list that you just read out. Mm-hmm. So you know me, like I am a planner and I like things to be in order mm-hmm. and to have a purpose. And you're right. I would prefer to attend a meeting where someone has done a little bit of preparation of some sort. There's some kind of material that we can review. I like to be clear that there's uh, some kind of objective, as in, why the fuck am I here? Yeah. Why have you got me in this meeting? Yeah. Is it an FYI? Am I just listening? Yep. Are you wanting me to make a decision? Um, Are you just needing a little bit of input to complete- Yeah. You know, some material or something like that. Yeah. I want an outcome of some description. And if there isn't someone in the meeting that's either taking minutes or actions or whatever, then I question, well, what was, why did we come together? Yeah. There's got to be an, there's got to be some reason that you're coming together and an outcome. Yeah. I often question, uh, as someone who spends 50% of their time in meetings, whether I actually need to be in the fucking meeting. Right. I rarely decline a meeting and I probably should decline more invitations to attend meetings, mm-hmm. but I don't. I'm not – I could be a little bit more ruthless in that regard. Yeah. But then what happens is I turn up to the meeting and I sit there and I go, why the fuck am I here? Yeah. Why have you got me in this room? I could be going and doing – Other stuff. Other shit. Yeah. But the yeah. problem is in the office, Larco, once you walk into that meeting room – you, you can't just stand up and walk out. Yeah. I've had enough. I'm done. This yeah. is pointless. This is a waste of my time. I'm out. I'm out. But maybe there's other people in the room that are thinking the same thing. 100%. Why the fuck am I here? What and, do you want? And you probably have. I've been in this experience before, not so much in my current role, but in previous roles where it was a little bit more corporate, where you end up having a meeting to talk about a meeting that you've already had because nobody fucking has done anything from the previous meeting and they can't remember what they talked about in the first meeting. So it's like, holy shit, we need to have another meeting because basically we can't remember and nothing's happened since. Let's have another meeting. Yep. Or even worse is where we've had the meeting last week and we agreed, we made some decisions, we agreed some actions and you have the follow-up meeting and people go, no, I haven't done it. Yeah. Why haven't you done it? Oh, I haven't had time. Well, why the fuck didn't you tell me three days ago mm-hmm. that you didn't have time? Because yeah. we could have done something about it. Now we're all sitting here with the expectation that you had it done and we can't do all this other shit we need to do because you haven't done that. That's right. But you waited till the meeting to tell me you hadn't yeah. done that. And in the other meeting, you said, we was like, righto, uh, Barry, how much, what do you need? It's always to, Barry. Uh, Barry, fucking Barry. How much time do you need? Oh, three days. I'll get it done by next Wednesday. All right, oh, Wednesday. Lock in a meeting for Wednesday, everybody. Two o'clock, done. Two o'clock. Barry, how'd you get on with that? Uh, oh, I haven't had a chance to do it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Let's do another meeting. I'll get you, brother. I'm with you. <coughs> so far. So far, I'm with you. My time is limited, Larko, and I can't put up with this shit anymore. Right. But having now worked from home for a little bit, I reckon there's advantages to the virtual meeting. Yep. 
right? So in the office environment, you're in a meeting room with other people. Yep. You can't really do other work. But in the virtual meetings, you can kind of tune out a bit and maybe focus on something else for a little bit. Yeah. You don't necessarily need to be engaged in the conversation or making decisions so you can get other shit done. Quite like that. Yeah. Quite liked it. But still question, why the fuck am I here? Do I need to be in this meeting? And I reckon other people are thinking the same thing. So my idea this week, okay, is I reckon we take the existing technology that we're all using while we're working from home. Yeah. And we add a function to it. Mm. This is right in your area of expertise, Jackers. I reckon you're going to love this though. Oh, I think I am So you use like Microsoft Teams or Zoom or whatever. And there's a whole bunch of buttons and you can do stuff within Teams. You can kind of do chats and you can do polls and votes and other fancy stuff. I want to change your background. You change your background. Looks like you're working on the beach and stuff or not. What's your background at the moment? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not good enough to do any of that stuff, mate. <laughs> You're not, <teaching laughs> not at all. Well not, uh, no, I'm not doing any of that sort of stuff. It actually annoys me a little bit because it's like, oh, where the hell are you? Like, you're doing the weather or something? Like, why you got a background like that? It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I have dumbed down my idea this week, Larko. Thank you. You know your to audience. Cater for you. Thank you. You and others. Yes. It's one button. Oh, thank. I'm going to add a button. One button. One button. And the button is here. Make this. It's the anonymous button to vote to end this shit virtual meeting. (laughs) It's fucking simple. Fantastic. Right? It's, It's a democracy within that meeting. If the majority votes to end the meeting, the meeting just stops. Yep. That's it. You've Fuck. left. Yep. It shuts it down. Fucking awesome. What do you reckon? Fantastic. So, right, the meeting starts. During the course of that meeting, say there's eight people that have tuned in to this meeting. So two minutes in, fucking Terry's gone, oh, this is shit, I'm out. And then another minute later, buddy Betty goes, I'm out too. And then slowly but surely people can vote on it. And then eventually majority rules, done. The meeting ends. Meeting ends. You're out. So whoever's called the meeting and they're in charge of talking about whatever the purpose of the meeting is, presenting uh, whatever it is that they need to present – Presumably there's some sort of an agenda or something like that and they've lost the room. They're clearly not prepared. They haven't got anything. It's just waffling on. Slowly but surely people are like voting them. So it's like if you're a singer in The Voice. Yep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. And you're, just, you're there belting out your best work. We'll go riding on the horses, yeah, yeah. And suddenly Keith Urban spun around and go, okay, here we go. Da, da, da. And then nobody else does. Done. So it's like the opposite, actually. actually it's the opposite, <laughs> it's the opposite of, that. of that. People aren't voting. No, it's more like Family Feud. You get the three, <laughs> you're out. You're out. Yeah. Fantastic. And I, th- I just thought of this, actually. If I click the, the button to go, I'm out, mm-hmm. um, I can maybe leave a comment and some feedback anonymously. Love some at, feedback. As in, you weren't prepared. I don't know why I'm here. Yep. That's why I voted. I'm Come out. back to me when you are. Mate. Yeah. Yep. Prep. Yeah, 
Yeah, good call. And that bit, that part's anonymous. Yes, yeah, it's all anonymous. It's right. anonymous votes and anonymous feedback. So as the person's presenting, they're, they're, they're slowly but surely seeing, oh, shit, I'm, I'm starting to lose the room a little bit here. <laughs> I didn't uh, think of that, actually. Yeah, so like, Should you have like a dial and it's going to go, like a, like a, yeah. it's going into red. Yeah. You've got to do something. Like, hang on, no, stick with me, people. Like, okay. Because, yeah, sometimes people waffle on. I've been accused of waffling on from time to time. Ah, oh, no, surely I know. not. No, I, know I know it's probably hard to imagine. Uh, but, you know, like... It just might remind me to uh, to cut to the chase and get to it because it's a fine line, Jackers, because I'm a storyteller. You know that about me. I love to tell a good story, but then sometimes, I might be doing it right now, but sometimes <laughs> the devil's in the details because... <laughs> My anonymous vote. I'm out. I'm out <laughs> of this conversation. You've just voted <laughs> me out immediately. Yeah. Jackers has just slipped me a post-it note with, a, with I'm out written on it. Which is like the, the actual, that's like the, the non-technical version. You've just done it to me. But anyway, if you wouldn't mind letting me finish. Uh, <laughs> Hang on, no, what was the, no, I'm done. I'm done. Is what I should be saying. I'm done. But anyway, I, I love to tell a good story and the devil's in the details, right? So I do go on a bit with a bit of detail. But what I hate is when people uh, interrupt and try and guess the ending. So I'm, I'm, going, I'm going through a story. With a lot of, and I know this isn't, isn't the same as a meeting, but I kind of I'm relating it to telling a good story. So sometimes I'm telling a story, and there's details to get you to the end. But sometimes people will kick in and go, "Oh, don't tell me he didn't turn up, did he?" Or "Oh, don't tell me he he ended up he ended up firing himself, didn't he?" Or "Oh, I was like, hang on, you know, we're not the comp. It's not a competition here. We're not. I'm not asking you to guess what fucking happens." You know, it's not fastest finger first here. Let me finish and I'll get to it. The devil's in the details. Having said that, <laughs> in a corporate meetings type scenario, I would love this. Cut to the chase, <laughs> Cut to buddy. The chase. Get to it. I don't think I'd like it if people did it for myself because, like I say, I do tend to waffle on sometimes. Nah. Especially if I've had a couple, Jackers. Yeah. I love to have a chat. I have to tell you about it. I played, I played, a, gig, I played a gig with the band. I played a gig years and years ago with uh, with the boys and in Northcote, and I, I'd had a couple, and um, so I just felt like chatting. You know, I thought a, a little bit of banter in between the songs would be nice. I went on a bit. I went on a bit, no. and eventually the bands are just sitting there, fucking, you know, putting the putting the drumsticks down and fucking getting a beer, and like, yeah, it was a bit much. I do tend to go on sometimes. Anyway. Uh, that's oh. a good idea. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> You're pulling out another idea on me, Jaggers. No, I love it, mate. Very simple picture, but it's perfect. What did you use to trace that? That's spot on. Uh, I don't know. You just found the shape of that the and done that? Vote button. Yeah. So you can apply this to any of your online um, web meeting type things with a button going, vote. Should we call this? Are we out? Only time will tell, Mark. <laughs> You're giving me conversation fillers slash enders. Oh, I get it. All right, just fucking hit explode. Let's get it on with. Almost felt like voting you down because you were giving me a hard time, but uh, that was good, Jackers. Thank you, mate. We've only got two options uh, in terms of working in the office or working from home. Is there another option that we can do, like not working at all? <laughs> 
<laughs> we do that. You should sketch that. Sketch. That's a good yeah. option, isn't it? Get paid for doing nothing. Like, can't I? Can I be one of those bloody YouTubers or one of those bloody um, cryptocurrency type people where they get paid for fucking doing nothing? Mate, you two, you and I are just too honest. Yeah. Like we work hard mm-hmm. and we don't slack off. Maybe we should just slack, slack off. off. But I still want to get paid. So I can There's buy the stuff. There's people getting paid at your organisation that aren't putting in 100%. Yes, 100%. Same with you, I'm sure. Yeah. Why don't we just become them? You know, they were actually looking for an account manager at the company that you work for. It came up in my LinkedIn. Oh, really? Yeah. You should have gone for it. I almost thought about it, I'll really? be honest with you. I mean, how hard could it be? Right, Jackers, I have got a great idea this week. And we're talking food, right? Now, full disclosure up the top that this idea has, I've got to give a shout out and some props to someone who has inspired this idea and maybe should get like a co-write, if you will, type thing. So was it their idea? No. It's like a seed of an idea. And seed of an idea, yes, and I've run with it. So it's a co-write. I'm taking most of the credit. So it's a bit like the song Imagine, where they reckon that Yoko Ono technically co-wrote that song, right? Because she had the concept of um, imagine no possessions, imagine this, that and the other. That was a very Yoko thing. But fucking John Lennon wrote the song, right? I mean, he's sitting behind the piano. So are you John Lennon? I'm John Lennon. You're John Lennon. And Yoko is Kessler. <laughs> so this this particular nugget of inf- of uh, an idea came from our beautiful friend Kessler, uh, previous guest of the show, fan of the show, beautiful human being. Uh, I was at his place for a uh, a bit of a sub party, uh, having a few drinks and what have you, and. Poor old Kez has got a quite a significant uh, dietary regime that the poor fella has to struggle through these days. He can't eat a lot of stuff anymore. He can't have your gluten and your dairy and your fructose and a whole bunch of other stuff. So he ends up having limited stuff. But that particular night, I mean, normally we'd get pizza and he'd get pizza for me and He'd just do some bloody, you know, tasteless bloody bullshit in the kitchen type thing, poor bugger. But he's the host with the most. He'll look after me. But this night he said, I'm cooking for you, Larko, and you, we're going to have the same thing. And he utilised the air fryer, Jackers. Have you got an air fryer? No, but I wish I did. The air fryer is fantastic, right? And I can't recommend it highly enough. I've got one. Love it. What you'll find is that... You know, for things like chips or roast potatoes and that sort of stuff, you can cook them in the air fryer, happy days. But you can also cook a steak in an air fryer because you set a temperature, a very low temperature, and you cook it for a certain amount of time. This actual method, by the way, came from another fan of the show, Little Rich. Rich came up with his, like, told Kessler. Yeah. Do you know where Rich got it from, though? I think Rich actually invented it himself. He might have here made this himself. No. Where do you get it from? From you. Yours truly. But you don't even have an air fryer, Jackass. How is that possible? No, well, because the, the method you're describing is the reverse sear. Yes. Yeah, you can do it in the oven. Mm. You set your oven to like 80. 
It's like the Beastie Boys song, Slow and Low. And you whack a meat thermometer in your steak, and when it hits about 55, you yeah. take it out, and then you fry it for a couple of minutes. Just sear it. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So he did that meal, a lovely steak in the air fryer, served with potato gems, also cooked in the air fryer. Frozen? From frozen. How would you – How are you a potato gem fan, Jackers? Not really, but I bought some last week. So did I. Yeah. They are awesome. They're like mini hash browns, aren't they? So, absolutely. In fact, I made some for breakfast this morning <laughs> to go with my bacon. Anyway, so that was it. It was literally steak, potato gems, and then he had this fucking condiment, Jackers. It was this uh, – and I tried to find it in your regular supermarket, your Woolies or your Coles. Can't get it. I think it might be an IGA-type thing. But it's like a, 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 a pepper sauce, Bundaberg pepper sauce or something like that. And so it was like a white garlic pepper sauce and it was unreal. Couldn't find it in your normal supermarket, so I had to forego. But at Kessler's, that's what we had, right? The potato gems jackers were crunchy and delicious. Steak was cooked beautifully. Sauce, great. But it got me thinking because Kessler mentioned this very fact right? You go to your supermarket, Jackers, and you walk up your frozen aisle. There are a hundred different varieties of your frozen chip, right? Mm. There's your steak cut, your crinkle cut, or your thick cut, all that sort of, your beer battered cut. There's ones with rosemary and garlic. There's this, there's sweet potato. There's a hundred different varieties you can get in your frozen chip variety, right? But guess what? What? You cannot get varieties in the potato gem. It is one type of potato gem. So here... Simple concept this week, Jackers. Make this the pimped up potato gems. Give us some fucking options, people. I want to go in there and I want to get potato gems with peri-peri. I want to go in there and get sweet potato potato gems. You probably don't have to say potato twice. Sweet potato gems. I want to go in there and get some rosemary and garlic potato gems. I want to go in and get some potato gems with fucking chicken salt on them. So many options, Jackers. The list is endless. They are delicious. Let me tell you, they are delicious, and they get. And I'm a big fan of the chip. I'm not dissing the chip. Love me some chips. They are amazing. But the potato gem is just sitting there by itself with no other options. You could easily pimp that shit up and make some delicious varieties in the potato gem. And it works to Kessler's dietary requirements because he can eat those things. So give that poor sod some more stuff to eat with a bit of variety of flavours and business going on. They could have a whole section of potato gems with all different flavours and stuff. You look unsure, Jackers. What else do I have to say here? Potato gems, flavour, variety, enough said. Hit the fucking explosion button and pour me a beer. Let's get on with this. Come on. Why? I don't understand. What? Like, I understand the idea. But I don't understand the value of it. Like, why? Why don't I just buy potato gems and put that shit on it? 
<laughs> why? Why? You, just so put you, okay. curry, curry sauce on it. So if you go into the supermarket and you go into the chip I've got aisle, your condiment belt, by the way. <laughs> magnificent. It's full of condiments. I'm sure it's got chicken salt in there. Yeah. Why don't I just put fucking chicken salt on the plain well, exactly. potato well, gym? Exactly. But why, you go- why introduce four different manufacturing lines in the factory to produce all of these different varieties when you can just buy the plain old potato gyms and put that shit on it? My point is that you go into the chip aisle and there's a hundred different varieties of chips. You can get all manner of flavour and business. So what's the difference? Give us some options for the potato gem, the humble potato gem. It's the forgotten Can't potato. Chicken salt on chips. Yes, but you can also, why would you, um, you can put rosemary and garlic on your chips, but yeah. they make rosemary and garlic chips. Do I'm they? Ju- yes, they do. Oh, I don't think they do. Yes, they do, Daggers. Yes, they do. Getting the confirmation from the cheap seats. I'm telling you, mate, there are a hundred varieties. Well, first of all, they don't have sweet potato, potato gems. I said potato twice again. Right? <laughs> so give me a sweet potato gem. <laughs> telling you, mate, this is a million-dollar idea right here that McCain's or whoever the fuck, they need to get on board and give us some options. They would sell like hot cakes. Like hot potato cakes in gem form. They are delicious. They crunch up a treat. Flavoured variety, I'm telling Jack, I've only given a few examples. The list is endless. Well, not endless. I mean, it would eventually end, but uh, (laughs) I bet you there will be people chipping on on the socials, pardon the pun, and they would say, oh, yeah, what about you do blah, 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 and that would be an amazing. There's loads of chips. Seriously, like 100 metres of chips options, and then there's one fridge, one shelf, potato gems. That's it. Give us some options. Options, Jackers. There's nothing wrong with options. Options are great. And think about poor Kessler. This is the only thing that fucking poor guy can eat. He's eating potato gems. You and I walking around having whatever we want. Gems. Delicious. You were about to hit explosion. Sorry, I interrupted you. Carry on. (laughs) He was reaching for the explosion button, everybody, by the way. Probably just to shut me up. I'm telling you, Jack, look at my picture. I've done a lovely picture with potato gems spilling out of the packet. Oh, Jackers, potato gems, they were so crunchy. And you can have them for brekkie. I'm just wondering how long I can be silent for before you just shut up. All right, all right, that's enough. That's my pitch. As long as you can't use your previous idea to shut up this idea of mine. (laughs) I'm voting. I'm voting with my finger, Larky. Yes, you are. It's a single firework. Single firework. I'm not impressed at all. But are you a Potato Gem fan? Yes. Really? Yes. I don't know about that. But I don't want to have to buy a whole bag of peri-peri Potato Gems Mm -hmm. and be stuck with the one flavour. Like, why don't I buy the plain and then I can have some with a bit of chicken salt and some with a bit of mayo and some with a bit of peri-peri. What if you really, really love peri-peri? I mean, it must be good because they named it twice. Perry Perry. I'm sorry, mate. No, I, good. I'm not sold. Really? I reckon I actually think that a single firework is generous. Generous. Not as generous as the scoop of potato gems that I would serve if you came over to my place for dinner next to a beautifully cooked steak with a little bit of sauce. 
I'm telling you, that's that's what we're doing. You're coming over to my place for dinner. I'm cooking you some fucking potato gems. And you'll be like, geez, if only these things had a bit of chicken salt or something on them. And then I'd pick up the chicken salt off your table and put them on it. Yeah. All right, make a good point. But uh, So you agree with me? No. No. <laughs> Let's agree to disagree. <laughs> agree to disagree. Or you could disagree to agree. I don't agree to disagree. Oh, Jackers, they can't all be fucking condiment belts. Come on, mate. Will I see you next week? Probably not. Probably not. That's it. We're done. We're done. The relationship is over. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) So you will come back. Put the air fryer on, mate. I'll, I'll prove you wrong right now. You've been listening to Here Make This. Don't forget you can find all our sketches and follow us on social media at Here Make This on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Also check our website to subscribe to the podcast, join the ideas crew and see all the latest episodes and sketches at hearemakethis.com. We always appreciate listener comments, sketches and ideas that you guys have, so don't forget to hashtag Here Make This to keep us in the loop. Thank you, dear listeners, as always, for tuning in. I'm Matt Larkin. And I'm Andrew Jackman. And until the next episode, see you later. You've been listening to Here Make This. All ideas presented here are copyright Here Make This.